Good evening, Twitter and the rest of Title Talk fans. This is Bryson NFL here, of course, alongside my good pal Alonzo, new account Alonzo. Go ahead and say you're at because you're a coward. I'm not going to say my at, but you're going to write it out on the tweet because if I say my at right now, everyone's going to try to spell it and they're going to spell it wrong. So I'll just like, I'll let you tweet it. Follow me because it's going to be pretty much the same account. Maybe tweet a little less, maybe tweet a little less profane stuff. Um, I just made the other account when I was 10 years old. So I thought like, you know, maybe it was a good idea to switch to something that wouldn't have embarrassing shit from when I was like a preteen. Yeah. Alonzo's tweeting stupid shit about Steve Gregory in like 2013. Stupid. Oh, you could, you could bet on that. <laughs> Absolutely. I loved one of my favorite, my uh, underrated Pats player of that time was Dane Fletcher. I love Dane Fletcher so okay. much. Okay. I've had enough. This is entirely too much. All right, Alonzo. Yeah. Here we go. Dear NFL. You're going to get your butts kicked this year by the New England Patriots. It was on full display against the Steelers. Tom Brady's going to win MVP. He's going to make 07 look like a fucking joke. Okay? Like a joke. He should have been out in the first fourth quarter early. There's going to be a lot of high fives. Phil Dorsett's going to legitimately look like Randy Moss. Josh Gordon's back. Julian Edelman is, of course, the GOAT. They're going to go 22. They're going to win the rest of these games. Like, they're not going to lose another game. They're going to insert a mercy rule because of the Patriots. And the rest of the NFL is just kind of going to complain for the rest of the year and wonder if it's fair for the Patriots to be in the league. And you'll all weep, and this will all come true. That is all. Bryson, the Patriots just scored 33 points on a legitimately good defense without their best weapon. Oh, oh, you, oh, you mean the best weapon like in the NFL? That, that's it. That's the that guy. One? Antonio Big Chest? Antonio Brown? Mr. B- Mr. Mr. Big Chest. Mr. Blonde Mustache. Mr. Big Chest. Okay. Like, can we take two minutes to just say that a very disappointing celebration, in my opinion? What do you think? I don't care. I don't care. I thought it was better than 20, what was it? Um, 27, when they dropped it against the Chiefs, 2017, where they had inflatable Lombardi trophies on the field. They set the scoreboard at 328 to, tr- to troll the Falcons. Yes. That's, like, uh, no, I thought this was. It was, I, I, I mean, it was okay. It was that short, one was more fun. Sweet. And that one was more, that one was more like, fuck you. That one was more fuck you. But this one was. It was short, sweet, and like, let's get to business. Let's play football. Yeah. Brady like, hugs Gronk. Yep. And let's fucking go. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me. Gronk came out. It was short and sweet. Actually, yeah. It was a lot better than I thought, maybe. It was just a little bit short. And I just, maybe the 2014 one was just like, just so epic that now everything else is disappointing afterwards. Yeah. 2014 was awesome. But this one, I mean, this one I just thought was perfect for the circumstance for everything for the vibe in the stadium i thought it was great okay let's get into it alonzo our boy tom kern you know no faith in the patriots offense can we shout out tom kern we can shout out tom kern he's not a friend of the podcast like he's mike not, reese he's a foe. and jeff he's a, foe. he's a foe 
Wow. I don't know He's about like, foe. He's I don't know foe. about foe. 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 I don't know about foe. He inspired foe. you to put a shirt on. By the way, Nick Underhill, follow me on Twitter again. You were following my old account. Come on. Let's do it. Let's fix this. <laughs> All right, Alonzo. So the Patriots go out there, and you and I both, we were, we were just a tad worried because last year they really struggled against the Steelers' extremely fast defense. The, the, the Patriots walk out there. They play, they play their first drive like the 1970s. And after that, they really didn't look back. Josh Gordon was um, very handsome and very good and doing extreme Josh so Gordon things. Oh, yes, he was. Tom Brady started off a little rusty as well, but then finished with almost 350 yards, three touchdowns. Vincent's Tom Brady Steelers game. Just absolutely carving them up, play action, whatever they kind of wanted to do. Once they got the James White and Rex Burkhead offense going, that was it. It was literally over right then. The Steelers, it never looked back. And, and the Steelers, like, this was never a game. Like, this is insane. It was never a game at all. It was never a game. I disagree. No. It, was, it was a game. It was a game when the Patriots yeah. started out with their 1972 offense. It, it was a game. It was a game. For like three you know, it looked like the Steelers would get, were going to stop the run. Yeah, it, it was a game for the first five minutes. Then it just wasn't a game. It was not competitive. The Steelers, I guess they were kind of playing man, and the Pats had some beaters on that. And I don't even know. Like, I haven't rewatched the game. But watching it live, it just looked like the Patriots were kind of doing whatever they wanted before they got to the red zone. And – uh, I, I might be saying like, oh, they have to improve in the red zone. Yeah, they do have to improve in the red zone, and they could have scored forty-five points instead of thirty-three points with better execution in there. But um, I think they will improve because they're going to add Antonio Brown tomorrow. He's going to sign with the Patriots, so oh I think they'll God. be fine. They scored thirty-three points today without their best player. Oh, and as good as the so offense, I, I think I think the offense is going to be fine. Yeah, the offense is going to be fine. And, like, all offseason, like, a lot of people, especially what I just said about Curran, how he was saying that the Patriots, if they want to win games this year, they're probably probably going to have to win some in the teens. And I just really, really didn't see it. I thought the Patriots would come out and be a lot better passing team. Tom Brady would look better. And he did look better. The passing game looked better. Everything was better. And the, you know what else was better, Alonzo? There's a man. Playing left tackle. What else was better? Do you know, do you know about this man that plays left tackle for the Patriots? Oh yes, his name is Isaiah Wynn. He's, he's a bearded man. He's a bearded man. <laughs> Could you, he honestly? His feet are amazing. His lateral quickness is absolutely insane. He's a freak athlete, and not only that, he kind of plays like he's like six 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 seven. Like when you look at him, you just think he's a bigger guy than he actually is. He was so good tonight, man, and he honestly might be an all-pro this year. And I'm not even kidding. What do you think? I think the Patriots upgraded left tackle. They upgraded at left tackle for the cost of literally nothing in this offseason. They upgraded at left tackle, and that upgraded left tackle is going to be like $10 million cheaper than the player they let go to the Oakland Raiders. And they have that player under contract for four years at a very cheap rate. The Patriots keep winning. This is why they win. Mm. Get it? Win. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh, he was so good. He was so good. That. Follow me on Twitter for that. He, I mean, this was a big test for Isaiah Wynn. Like this, this pass rush was very good, and he just followed them the entire game in ways I've never, I've actually never seen. Like this, his, I honestly, almost yeah. I've never, I've literally never seen a left tackle like that quick and also that strong. He, really I mean, all the smart offensive line evaluators on Twitter, all the smart offensive line evaluators on Twitter before the draft, um, before he came out, said that he was the best tackle in that draft class. Full stop. Facts. And it just looks like they were right. Facts. 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 Alonzo owning. Yep. I actually also want to just take this time. I'll, I'll just, uh, Alonzo doesn't even have to say anything. I'll just go ahead and say it. We're very sorry, Philip Dorsett. We're very sorry. We slandered you all off season. We called you Dorstink. And it turns out you actually may have a slight connection with Tom Brady. Had two touchdowns a night, 95 yards, more yards than Josh Gordon. Philip Dorsett's burner is probably really excited right now and probably is ready to tweet me. And uh, lots of people coming after us, but we'll just go ahead and say it. Dorstink, we apologize. You're now Dorsett. You've been crowned. You have been crowned, and I will say this about Dorstink, Dorset. He's now Dorset. He's earned my respect. He. It's weird because he had my respect last year, and he did nothing to lose my respect. But then I was so worried about the receivers going into the season that I started to hate him. <laughs> the idea of him being a starter to start the season. And um, I stand by that. Like, if Fodor sets your second option on offense, I think you're fucked. At the same time uh, – as the fourth, fifth receiver, which is going to be with Antonio Brown on the team. Yeah, that's like, he's really good. He's really good in that role. And it's it boils down to the fact that Tom Brady trusts him. Like, that's it. That's what matters. So, yeah, sorry, Dorsett. Sorry. We wanted him to play last year. If you listen to this podcast for a while, last year when Chris Hogan was playing over him in three receiver sets, after the Gordon trade, we were bitching and moaning about it constantly, just weekly on this podcast. So now that he's in the right role for him, love you again. Yep. Philip Dorsett, you're welcome back to into our lives. Actually, I have this tweet where I said that Philip Dorsett could be like 70% of Brandon Cooks. So I actually win no matter what. Weep, weep below everyone. Weep yeah. below everyone coming after me. That's weep below. Common. Weep below. It's called a hedge. It's called a hedge. Alonzo, you know what? The Alonzo, the offense was very good, but it's insane that the defense was actually way better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. It's kind of ridiculous. The, the Steelers legitimately. I don't think they left the game thinking, like, we can do one thing against the Patriots. Like, what one thing do you think they left the game thinking they could do against the Patriots? Because I really don't think there was one thing. Go ahead, Alonzo. Tell us how many targets Moncrief had and tell us how many yards he had. Go ahead, please. So everyone, wait, wait, wait. This this is the part of the podcast where you laugh out loud. Okay, go ahead, Alonzo. Dante Moncrief had 10 targets in the football game. Ten. Oh wait. So wait. Let me guess. Um, 
10 targets. Okay, so 10 targets. Let's see. The average wide receiver, probably 8 yards. 80 yards? 80 yards he had? Maybe? Mm, well, 80 yards, but what's 10% of 80? Yeah, and what's eight minus one? Seven. <laughs> Dante Moncrief had seven receiving yards on ten targets today. Oh, my God. He was literally put in a locker room and stuffed. They stuffed him on a locker. Seven yards, ten targets. Imagine going home and just telling people, yeah, I was targeted ten times. And I had seven yards. <laughs> he, was, he was unbelievably bad. Like, they didn't even cover him. We thought, we thought going into the game that they might – double juju um, and try to put Gilmore on, on Moncrief to take him out of the game. They didn't even put Gilmore on Moncrief. He was just awful. I'm crying, dude. I'm literally crying right now. <laughs> big, big Ben threw to Dante Moncrief 10 times in an NFL football game, and he had seven yards. Seven yards. <laughs> seven yards. Seven. Seven yards. I mean, this is, this is efficiency – Almost on par with Chris Hogan's Super Bowl 53 performance of six catches. I mean, of six targets for zero yards. Oh, my God. I actually love it a whole lot. And, and Juju also, JC Jackson talked up, was talking a little bit of trash about Juju, and it was lovely. I actually loved it. And Juju was, he had a, he had yeah. a very, very quiet, like six catches, seven yards, whatever he had. Very quiet. Juju and I don't really disagree with anything that JC Jackson Me said. Neither. Honestly, he was right. It was he was, like, right. was kind of controversial. Belichick but... should have shook his hand afterwards. Yeah, I don't think Belichick was very happy about it, but who cares? Talk that shit. Chase Winovich was talking shit with the Pats up thirty points at the end of the game. I fucking love that. Just talk that shit. Be arrogant. It's fun to root for that. It, that's exactly what I'm doing at home. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm I'm doing the same thing. I'm talking shit. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, who cares? JC Jackson was awesome. You know who else was awesome? John Jones was awesome. Just signed an John extension. Jones. Awesome. Very awesome. Can play safety in a pinch and does. Is an elite slot corner. Very fast, <laughs> dude. By the way, by the way, we should we should do like a minute on this, and I can do it if you want. Go ahead. John Jones was a bargain, yes. bargain extension. Yes. The base value of $21 million for three years on his extension. If you just tack that on to what he's making now, his deal is basically four years for $25 million with a max value of 28. Like Tavon Young just got, uh, I think it was $10 million a year from the Ravens. John Jones is every bit the player that Tavon Young is. He was going into his contract year. The Patriots were not going to franchise him. He was going to make probably $12 million a year in free agency if he hit free agency. Like, you think Brian Flores and the Dolphins' dad said this on Twitter. You think the Dolphins wouldn't have given him $12 million a year in free agency? Of course they would have. The teams are just throwing money around. This is going to go down. The Jones extension is going to go down like the David Andrews extension of – a few years ago, Calvin was another one. Yeah. But David Andrews, David Andrews, I think, Jack Mason too. Every time a player signs a contract going into the final year of his deal with the Patriots, like they, no offense, they kind of get hosed. And just value wise, this was 
John Jones is locked up for life. He's great. He doesn't have to worry about money for the rest of his life. So congrats to him. But if he had hit free agency, he could be making almost double per year what he will be making. So that was a great move to lock him up at the price they did. Absolutely. One of the best secondaries in the NFL. <laughs> I actually can't believe it. There's really, there's really, honestly, if you watch the game, Ridiculous. there's, there's we, Alonzo and I could rewatch a game. Like there's not much X and O's we can talk about. The Patriots just straight up smacked the shit out of the Steelers. They did whatever they want on offense. They did literally whatever they want on defense. And this is kind of just going back to what Alonzo and I have been saying for a long time. Alonzo, this could be the best Patriots team ever. Weep. We had said that. We had said that before Antonio Brown. It's like, it's so much It's very true. true. Like, it's, it's completely it's absurd. Like the team, the team right now on paper is just, I mean, it's on paper and it's on the field. You saw it tonight. They scored 33 points and they allowed three and they scored those 33 without Antonio Brown. I've said that five times and I could say it like crazy to think about. This team is absurd. It's absurd. And they had one defensive hiccup, I think, the whole game. And that was James Washington just separating from Jason McCourty at the yes. top of a route. Yeah. And that was it. Yes. That was it. And the Steelers offense no. not, does not suck. Like they weren't playing. Next week, the Patriots play the Dolphins. And the Dolphins today looked like the worst team in NFL history. I don't think they're going to look that bad next week. My point is they didn't no. do this to a scrub team. Yeah, they're good. The Steelers good. were good last year. The Steelers they are good. good. The Steelers are going to be good. And the Patriots just they have like a good they, offensive line. they have a good defense. Yep. And even if their secondary isn't the greatest secondary, they're still like fast and they match up kind of okay with most teams. Like they're not the worst team ever. Like it's not the worst team to have. TJ Watt's amazing. The worst the, the worst thing to have in the night is Marcus Cannon getting hurt and we just, we really hope he's back soon. I know I I clown Marcus Cannon a little bit, but the the backup option to Marcus Cannon it's really not that good, unless you just move Tooney to move move Tooney to right tackle. The, you put uh, Mister E. I yeah. would hate that. I would hate yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I don't really, know, I really don't know what else you could do because Dan Skipper. I, I don't think you can just put Dan Skipper in an NFL game. He would, he would literally kill Tom Brady. Well. Here's the bright side. The bright side is the Patriots have a week. They play the Dolphins next week. That is going to be. It is. I'm not going to say it's, it's going to be a I'll massacre. Say I'll, say, I'll say because it's going to be a massacre. It's Miami. They just got it's massacred. weird. They just sure. got massacred. It's going to be a massacre. This is going to be bad. What I was going to say is that they're. Play- I mean, the Dolphins are just a team full of like CFL level talent, and. The, the stadium is going to be 65% Pats fans next week. The Dolphins fans are not what you would call um, diehards that stick with their team through the, through the tough times and the dog days. So I wouldn't expect a great turnout from them next week. And as next week, if they just play with Corey Cunningham out there, who's the backup to Cannon, it's not like the end of the world. My point is, if you move Tooney out to right tackle and you play Mr. E, Illuminor, at left guard, that's the 
best five linemen on the field. I'm the, why are you making two spots weaker? Why? Just keep Tooney at left guard. Tooney's a good left guard. He's a great left guard. He's one of the best left guards in the NFL. Keep the like four fifths of your starting offensive line intact. Piece it together with Cunningham for next week. Help him with Ryan Izzo or James Devlin or running back chips on every single play and live with the results. That's how I view it. And by the way, Cannon's injury, according to Pro Football Doc, doesn't seem like it's going to be like that bad. It looked like he had broken his arm, I thought. And it doesn't seem like it'll be a season ender for him. It looks like an AC joint sprain or a, and, a, and or a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, exactly. He should be okay. I hope so. But I, I don't know, man. I still think that you, you probably just try to get your best offensive lineman on the field. Like, just just put Tooney to right tackle in a pinch and just put Mr. E at left guard. I'm fine with it. Just for a couple of weeks. Just for a week or two. I'm fine with it. I feel like I understand. Yeah. There's a there's a good case. I think the Patriots are big on not moving players around, but maybe you just do it for a week or two. It's Joe Tooney. And, can we also talk about how bad uh, Karras' snaps were? Karis not uh, honestly. I'll, I didn't notice it at first. I'll I didn't really like pay think, attention to it. I think it honestly was affecting it, Brady. It was the just first weird. Brady was having to pay attention to the snaps. <laughs> the the snaps. They I were agree high. with you. I hundred percent agree with you. Floating. The ball. Was I mean, in a spiral. they were just like, floating. That's, just, that's not good. When you have when the quarterback has to look down at the ball and his eyes aren't up on the field. That's not good. I just don't I don't I don't really understand how that happens in the NFL. It's an NFL center. It's a shotgun snap. Let's work on this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be fine in the long run. Karis Karis is he played he well tonight besides the snaps. I think you, you kind of judge how he played by whether or not the guys there was no pressure on the interior from Brady, except on that one play where Shaq Mason just got railroaded it by Hargrave. The pressure was pretty much coming from Cannon, from TJ Watt, because TJ Watt's one of the best players in the NFL. And so, yeah, Karras played great. The snaps were weird. We'll clean up the snaps. But you're right. It, I, I didn't notice it until I looked on Twitter and everyone was talking about it. Then the next shotgun snap he took, I saw it. And it's just like he, Karras just throws these ducks. It takes like half a second more to get to Brady, the ball, kind of. That's a little much, but it takes a noticeable amount of time more to get to Brady, and they were not in like a consistent I do spot. know what you mean. It, you know what I mean? The, the, the snap, the weirder snap is something a lot of people really take for granted because these guys are just, like, just so good. But, yes. They're professional when, football players. Yes, and in the same place literally every single time. The quarterback's usually not taking his eyes off the ball. But then when you have to, it kind of makes it a little bit different. It's almost like it's almost like a play action because you're not looking at the play. That little split second, a lot of stuff can right, happen. Exactly. Yes. It, you're right, man. 
it's week one. It's week one. Like last year, after week two, the concerns were that no one Let's, could get open. Gronk was single yes. covered for the entire game and had two catches. Let's let's and be, the let's Patriots be clear, couldn't move the football. Let's be clear. Let's be like, clear. Th- There's this nothing is fine. wrong with the Patriots. They're going 19 and 0. Like this is the best Patriots team I've ever seen. And when they finally do lose, I will literally be shocked. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. They won't I lose. Don't think they it's going to happen. No, you. I don't you won't think be they shocked. lose another they, game. They won't lose. I don't think it happens. Yeah. Okay. You. You, you're the person who said on Twitter who you won't take this one week at a time and that they won't lose a game until 2035. And while I respect that, I guess for me, it's just superstition. I do take it one game at a time. But if I had to not take it one game at a time, play the fucking Dolphins next week and they play the Jets and the Bills. Then I, I think they play the Redskins and then they play the Giants. Like, that's a joke. That's seven and zero. Oh. Come on, like, it really, is a joke. Let's be real. Yeah, you're right, Alonzo. You know, we are the we are the mouth for Tom Brady. Tom Brady and Stephon Gilmore. They go up in front of the TV, and they say, you know, we're taking it one game at a time. There's a lot of stuff we can get better. No, 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 no. You you guys are very perfect. You will be perfect. There's not one team in the NFL that can stop you. Everyone will weep, and Antonio Brown's going to come back. Antonio Brown. It's Antonio Brown. It's Antonio Brown. It's Antonio Brown, guys. His name is Antonio Brown. Uh, uh, that's all I can do. And that's compared, all I can do. I can just laugh. Comparing to the Patriots, the Warriors. I can just laugh. It's it's kind of disrespectful to the Patriots, honestly. Way better. No, way better. I disagree. I disagree with that. I think in basketball, you you add, bro. I think in basketball, you add a player to a team that just set the regular season wins record. You add like one of the top two or three players in the world, or top one, however you want to look at it. Like, there's no way you can lose. There's no reason. There's no nothing that first year. In football, it's different. I think there's just so many more variables, but among like in terms of the dynasty and the impressiveness of the runs and what they've done, yeah, of course. There's no one that you can compare to the Patriots, really. This offense is going to be undoubtedly top three, and the defense is going to be undoubtedly top three. That's my bold, that's my bold prediction yeah. from watching the game, and my feelings from the off season. Like this team is going to like this team should do insane things. And it's only September. It's only September. They always suck in September. They always suck in September. They always suck. They all like this. This was like this was their knocking the rust off. Didn't really play much of the starters in the preseason. You know, don't don't even have their one of their best active having a child and didn't make the game. Literally, their leading tackler from last year and the guy who, before the playoffs last year, was the best linebacker on the team. Hightower was amazing in the playoffs, but before the playoffs last year was the best linebacker on the team. He, his wife was in labor. I mean, and Demarius Thomas, who knows if he gets cut, but if he's back. Like, 
I really don't know what else what else we can say about the Patriots. Like they're the best team in the NFL, and just let's compare the sloppiness of Bears of the Bears Packers that for that Thursday night game that felt like years ago that was so awful, and then the Patriots come in there and absolutely demolish the Steelers. Look like a well-oiled machine on offense. Tom Brady looks a day like one day younger than thirty-three. Very handsome, very good at football. Philip Dorsink changed his name to Dorsett. Josh Warren is still amazing. So is Julian Edelman. And our, our boy Gunner Alonzo. We forgot about Gunner. Gunner looked good. Gunner looked good. Oh my God. He, Gunner looked and, great, man. He was fielding punts yes. confidently. Dude plays like he's fucking, it's the last play of his life every single play. The ED looks good on him, and he needs to be returning kicks. Like, just let him return kicks. Like, he's good at it. He's good with the ball. I agree. Agree. I agree. Just let him do it. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if you let him return kicks, he was covering kickoffs today, as predicted on this podcast by me, and as predicted on my old account, which everyone who's listening follows, and you should follow my new account because it's going to be pretty good as well. He was covering kickoffs. If he returns kickoffs, that means he's on the kickoff return unit, punt return unit, and the kickoff coverage unit. That's three out of four core special teams units, and that is reason enough to justify him being active for every single game he's healthy. Absolutely, and I love to see it. I would love to see him get some off- offensive snaps in these games that are blowouts like this, if any chance, which which leads me to also – He got yes. one snap tonight. Yes. He got one snap. It was – he, just, he was just blocking. It was crazy. Yes. Also, I loved it. Also, in these games, that there, there's probably going to be a lot more games, honestly, where the Patriots are going to be up like this. How about Stidham time, please? Yeah. How about how about just like not yes, Brady so time? How about if you're if you're up if you're up twenty seven points in the fourth quarter, just take him out. And it's it's six minutes left. Just like just yeah. Bye. Get out. Get out. Uh, yeah, I agree. I wanted sit in time really badly, but it didn't happen. Brady must have gave the FU call to Bill Belichick, owning him per usual. Tension? Huh? You know, I don't – Does the tension – does this mean Does this mean Brady's going to walk? Alonzo, I don't want to start any problems, but Tom Brady playing in a blowout in the fourth quarter game when he doesn't really have to sounds like tension. A lot of tension. I don't know how they're going to recover. When is enough when enough? When is enough enough? We need some well, – you know what? This is, I don't like this. We need to insert some drama into the Patriots season this year. We need to insert some fake drama like Pat Chung fighting Michael Bennett in the locker room or like Marcus Cannon punching Sonny Michelle or just or Giselle. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown – Spray painting Julian Edelman's beard blonde. <laughs> Antonio Brown moving in with Tom Brady, kicking Giselle out, which I which I'm rooting for, honestly. I'm 100 percent for. I, I want to see yeah. Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown living with Tom Brady. I'm rooting, bro. Imagine like just making a documentary of that, and Brady hires like seven chaperones for each player to make sure they're not late to meetings. Or to flights, or to practice. Oh boy, it would be lovely. Just out, baby. 
Yeah, there was a lot of negativity today on like Pat's beat about Antonio Brown. Did they were just Doug Doug Kyed wrote an article about it. Doug's our boy. He's not our boy. He's foe. Doug's wow. Okay, well, our former boy Doug had like his anonymous scout sources or whatever NFL sources tell him that Brown is basically a horrible culture fit. That he uh, freelances his routes, is always late to stuff. Oh, no, that was Curran. That was Curran's article. That was the Steelers beat writer that told him. Kai had also had something that was pretty negative. I'm forgetting what it was at this point. Bottom line, it was, like, not great. And Teddy Bruschi was very negative about the signing. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Conspiracy theory me on the Teddy Bruschi thing is that he talked with people in the organization that were just, like, throw some cold water on this. So this guy knows he has to come in and he has to take shit seriously. Yeah, Patriots be real tired of you, by the way. Real tired of you and your weapons talk, weeping all all offseason about how the Patriots are going to have to play in the teens and all sorts of other dumbass shit, hating on Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. Exactly. Just piss off. Just take your lumps and go, man. Antonio Brown. If you bitch and moan about the here and be amazing, he's going to be an amazing teammate. He's going to love Tom Brady. He already does. He loves Julian Edelman. He's going to be great. He's not going to disappoint those guys. If he does, I would be shocked. And if he – who cares? Yeah, there's no risk in it, I think. There's just none. The locker room is not going to revolt. What is he going to do? Like, he can't do shit. It's not like this dude can submarine the season. He, I mean, we just saw what they were today in their first game of the season where he just wasn't playing. And he'll become an extremely important part of the offense and, like, we'll need him by the end of it. But at the same time, they're still pretty good. Still pretty good. Worst case is he, he leaves the team, fights with Belichick, Belichick cuts him, and whatever. Just took a shot. Doesn't really matter. Repercussions for the locker room? None. Who's he going to influence negatively with J.C. Jackson? With Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon. The Patriots beat weeps below. Weep, Tom Curran. You old hag. Yeah. Look, my, my thing, you cannot have it both ways. You cannot bitch and moan all offseason about, oh, the Patriots haven't gotten Tom Brady his weapon. Like, Suitable weapons and oh, oh, like they did, they did all off season. Current especially, and I did too. I did that all off season. I was very worried. And before they reinstated Gordon, before DT came off PUP, yeah, it looked like Dorsett was going to be wide receiver two to start the season. It looked like Jacoby Myers was going to be wide receiver three. It looked really like pretty bleak. But yeah, I mean. If you're bitching and moaning about it, once they actually acquire the weapons, you can't bitch and moan about the weapons they acquired when they're elite. Oh, yeah, like the best in the game. Yeah, Tom Brady has good weapons, a good offensive line, great weapons, very handsome. Josh Gordon and Tanner Brown enjoy that. We know this. They're going to line up and absolutely shred the NFL. Everyone weeps. Alonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Alonzo. Right. Thank you very much. This first game was 
this first game was amazing. Seeing the banner drop, seeing Isaiah win, Josh Gordon doing that, I and mean, having Patriots football back in my life. You know, I was watching NFL football today, and I, there was just like this emptiness. And the emptiness was the Patriots. And then they were here. They were amazing. And I would feel whole again for another entire week. They just they bring so much love into my life. Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman, Tom Brady and Isaiah Wen. I just I can't handle it, man. I mean, I just want him I just want him to play next week. I just want it to be Sunday. I wanna see I wanna see what number Antonio Brown picks. Eighty four in his hometown. Ben Watson better give it to him. I want to see A.B. in his jersey. I want to see what A.B. says to the media. I want to see how the hell they use him in his first game. I, What's, oh, well, Alonzo, we're gonna... I just I just want to watch him play. I want to watch more, more, more football, football, bro. I was so Alonzo, fun. we're going pre- we're, we're to preview the <laughs> Dolphins game later this week. Anything else, anything else on here we missed? Yeah. Not really. Let's preview the Dolphins game as late as we can. Like, not, I can't do it Saturday. Probably ideal Friday. Just so we get as much info on Brown as we can. I'm for it. Okay. All for it. Great. Thanks for listening to everyone to Title Talk. And shout out to everyone on Twitter. Just making our Twitter pop, man. Our Twitter's banging right now. We're the, we're the Twitter people right now. We are, and make me the Twitter person again because I have a new account. So follow, follow that Alonzo. account. Of course. Everyone follows. I follow uh, back some of Alonzo. you. I'm working on everyone <laughs> working on Alonzo to at least stop blocking people for telling him that Josh Gordon isn't handsome because he's been known to do that. I mean, I've been known to call people names <laughs> because they say that Josh Gordon is not the sexiest yeah, I mean, man alive. I don't blame you. I mean, it's I just an you. insane statement. All right, Alon- Alonzo, good to talk to you. So glad Patriots football is back. We're 1-0 down, and we've got 15 weeks to go. 15 to go. to go. Then the playoffs, then the real football. Oh, yeah. Oh, 18. 18. Of course. Of course they're going to win those three games. Of course. We, we know. Yeah, that's the goal. There's, a, there's, one, there's one big picture goal, and that's it. 54. I saw that banner drop. I just thought, I want another one. I want five more. <sighs> I love if this we were, team. If we were Packers fans, we would we would have declared tonight a championship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would have. Yes, we would have. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, imagine thinking Aaron Rodgers this in 2019 <laughs> is better than Tom Brady in 2019. People in real life. All right, Alonzo. See you later, buddy. I love, I love you. Tough scene. I would do anything for Josh Gordon. See you later, and buddy. And for you.